Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. All right, 8 o'clock, hanging out with you. Wake up call, Kevin Bowen, Andy Sweeney, Mark Dykton. Me and Mark licking our wounds from another rough NFL <laughs> weekend. Nicer things. We get to talk some NBA Pacers practicing Pacers Sunday, 7.30 in Memphis to kick things off there preseason-wise. And we head to the Payless Liquors Hotline. The head coach of the Pacers, Rick Carlisle, joins the show here on this Tuesday. Coach, a very happy morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic. Uh, the excitement level around this team, you it's palpable. Uh, I can i can feel it uh, in the city and in the studios here. I'm sure you can feel it as well. Uh, what do you think about your team as practice kicking off, and we're going to find out what the Pacers can do this season? Well, looking forward to a highly, highly competitive training camp. We've got uh, really... 15 guys that can really play um, on the veteran side of the roster. We've got three two-way guys that uh, are real competitive. So 18 guys in camp, um, you know, a lot of versatility on the roster. Some unknowns, you know, with Obi Toppin uh, joining us and uh, Bruce Brown now being on board. But uh, we believe these guys fit in well. And, uh, you know, there, there, so, some of the excitement for me are just some of the unknowns that I think we're going to unlock here in the next week or two. Coach, thanks for the time on this Tuesday morning with camp opening up. You just mentioned the depth, 15 guys. That, to me, is what stands out the most about your roster. What do you think will kind of be the tiebreaker for you guys as a staff in deciding you know, starting roles, minutes, when it comes down to really so much depth and depth that I haven't seen the Pacers team have in quite some time? Yeah, I think impact on winning, um, overall impact on winning, you know, for us, you know, to play, to continue building our offensive identity, we got to play fast, we got to play random, we've got to be totally unselfish, we've got to become a better decision-making team at the rim. Um, Defensively, you know, we've got a long way to go, and uh, signing Bruce Brown was a real step in the direction of adding another you know, a, a tier one defender, you know, on, um, on NBA metrics, Bruce is a tier one defender. We've got a couple of two or three other guys that, that are getting close to that level. Um, and we feel they can get there, but we've got to elevate the level of our entire team. And, you know, a guy like Bruce can be a difference maker. Um, and so uh, we've got a lot of work to do there. You mentioned the long ways to go on defense. Certainly you have one of, if not the best rim protector in the league in Miles Turner at the rim. Uh, how do you go about getting better on the defensive end, and how much does it boil down to being better out on the perimeter? Well, you hit it in the head. I mean, a lot of it. <laughs> one of the reasons Miles has such great shot-blocking numbers is that there's people getting bias on the perimeter all the time. And so um, – that comes down to closeouts, one-on-one defense, and then playing out possessions until you come up with the ball. And so yeah, this is going to be a very competitive camp, 
and not not just from the standpoint of competing for minutes, but we're going to be competing uh, with a lot of one-on-one, with a lot of two-on-two, um, you know, sessions where you know we're we're playing it out till we get a winner, consequence for losing, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, you get, you get a stop, you stay on. Stops, you know, count as scores. I mean, we, we've really got to dig deeper. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the other things that I'm looking forward to in camp is, you know, which guys can uh, have the appetite to get better from purely an effort standpoint. Uh, I know we all have the ability to do it, but, you know, as a coaching staff, we're going to have to be more demanding. And um, you know, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to this because I think there's a real potential for upside here. But um, you know, it just it doesn't just happen because you talk about it. Rick Carlisle with us on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Coach, just to, the last thing on the defense, and we can move on to, to other things. Yesterday you said, well, it's scheme, but it's also grit. You used the word grit uh, yesterday in your preseason remarks. Do you know who has that grit on defense besides Brown? Who else has that? Do you think will be able to do that this season for you? Any idea? I mean, I have an idea, but you know, I also feel that we can unlock that in in a lot of our guys. And you know, I don't want to put anybody out there by you know naming other guys and not them. I mean, every year, you know, as an NBA coach, you've got to view as a clean slate. And you've got to believe that there are, you know, real possibilities to improve. But on the one hand and on the other hand, you know, I've got to be the standard bearer for that. So um, this is an exciting time. I mean, and the thing I said to these guys two nights ago, we had our, we had our team meeting over at uh, Chad Buchanan's house. He's got a, He's got a gym in his house. Nice. Yeah, no, it's it's places. No wonder Trey's such a good player. (laughs) Yeah, I mean Trey. Trey works out at six o'clock in the morning every day, and uh, it's it's really pretty cool. But um, one of the things I I said to these guys is that this is going to be hard. Um, We've got to expect it to be hard. We got to want it to be hard. Uh, Opening night, we play you know a Washington team that appears to be blowing it up and, you know, kind of starting from scratch. Well, that's going to be a bitch of a game. And, you know, the the favorable part of our schedule really is in the first couple of months. And so we've really got to be ready, um, you know, when the ball goes up on whatever day that is. I guess it's the 25th or something like that. So, you know, we're we're looking forward to it. But uh, none of this stuff's easy. Yeah, three weeks from tomorrow, the regular season opens up for the Pacers. Again, first day of training camp today. Rick Carlisle joining us right here on the Payless Lickers Hotline. Rick, you had a really interesting comment to me back when Tyrese Halliburton signed his extension this offseason. You were, I thought, extremely candid in really saying that the the franchise was in a a bit of a dark spot when you guys were approaching that trade situation and and then what Tyrese has done for you and, and the franchise, obviously, is certainly created much, much more light. Could you share exactly where you guys think you were at um, at that point and exactly what Halliburton has done uh, for the franchise? Well, I'm a little reluctant to go backwards and, you know, bring up negative things, but um, you know, at that time we were a team that um, 
was playing an uninspired brand of basketball. We didn't have a great, uh, much of an identity. Really, our identity was, you know, our two bigs. And there was a lot of talk about how that, you know, could never work and was working a little bit in stretches, but not, not that much, not that well. And the irony of it, you know, Domas and Miles playing together was uh, was our best pairing in a plus-minus basis, but we were still a team that was well under 500, and we weren't shooting the ball particularly well. And, you know, you could, ju- you could just go on and on. We were last in the league in dunks, so we were – we were not athletic. And so, you know, when the opportunity for the Sacramento trade came up, I mean, God, you know, you, you hate um, moving a guy like DeMontis Sabonis. And, you know, he's a multiple all-star. And, you know, he's the kind of gritty competitor that, you know, this, this kind of market really, um, really loves and all, and, and all that. But, um to get great players, you got to you got to trade great players. And in this in this case, you know, um, the trade really really worked out because it's been a great trade for both franchises. You know, Sacramento made the big jump last year. Um, things have things have turned here. The direction is pretty obviously going the right way. And we needed shooting. And Buddy Heald has been you know has been great as a shooter for us and had a historic year shooting the ball last year. So. Those were positives, you know. We got Jalen Smith on board. He's an athletic big, um, and a lot of other good moves happen. You know, when the big trade was made, all of a sudden Isaiah Jackson was playing. That certainly raised our our dunk quotient, you know. And there just became more excitement around the team, and um, and we've continued to add to it. So, you know, that's where it is. And uh, you know, I, and I think. This is just a time where, you know, this is a really important year for um, Tyrese and all of our veteran guys. I mean, these guys want to want to get to a higher level of competing, a higher level of winning. And uh, so, you know, we're going to have to do the work. How cognizant do you have to be of Buddy's contract situation and how he maybe feels about his role, especially if it is more of a bench role this season? I talk to Buddy every day. I mean, we have very direct, candid conversations about a wide, wide, wide range of topics. You know, he's just a, he's just a, a guy that brings a certain sort of twinkle and spark to, into the gym every single day. Um, you know, I, I admire his level of confidence as, as a player, and, and he's a guy that, you know, for me, one of the reasons I'm not concerned about this situation and really believe it's going to work out for the best whatever happens is that he's one of these rare guys that has such great confidence in his ability um no matter what the situation is how chaotic it is you know and this is by no means a chaotic situation i mean he's going to show up and play the same way you know and he's proven that uh time and time again over his career so you know we'll uh we get into camp um, you know, a lot of this no- noise will go away about his contract stuff. And uh, it's the guy's in the gym for two hours yesterday after uh, after media day, just shooting by himself, just because he loves stealing the ball and loves watching it go in. Rick Carlisle with us here on the fan on this Tuesday, hanging out on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Obi Toppin, what do you think you have with him? What can you unlock with him as a coach? 
Well, we don't know exactly what we have. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, we've watched um, our five-on-five games, you know, during the fall. And uh, I'll tell you this, I, I've never seen a guy that rim runs as fast or faster than him in my life. I mean, he, had, he just has a knack for getting down the court. And if you watched our games against New York last year, I mean, he hits for two or three breakaway dunks, like, virtually every game. And I think it was one game where he hit three or four. And so his speed uh, in transition will, will be a, a great asset to us offensively. Um, you know, on metrics, he's a, he's a guy that's that's got to rebound better. Um He's got to, he's got to become a better one-on-one defender because he's played the four position a lot. There's a lot of switching, you know, one through four in the NBA. A lot of times he gets switched on to smaller guards that are quick, and he's got to learn how to sit down, use his length. Um, and he is a guy that has, uh, you know, terrific quickness for a guy his size. Um, stay, keep people in front, and then go help us rebound the ball. So. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, we don't really know exactly what we have with him, and that's going to be one of the other really interesting things we get into starting today. Again, Rick Carlisle is with us here. Appreciate the time on this Tuesday morning as training camp gets underway for the Pacers uh, today. Rick, what was the most fun thing you did this offseason? Oh, goodness. <laughs> fun thing. I, I tell you what it probably was um, – our daughter, Abby, um, is a first-year student at the University of Virginia, which is my alma mater. And so in August, we took a four-and-a-half-day trip to, to drop her off at school. And, I mean, it was, it was just tremendous, you know. <clears throat> now, when you, when you send a kid to college now um, and there's a geographic, you know, distance or whatever, so we got there on a Thursday – um, actually, we got there on a Wednesday. Thursday was the day we were going to go to this dorm where the mailroom is. And so we went, and they had, her, her and my wife had sent 27 packages oh, man. Uh, oh. In, advance, in, advance, in advance of her move-in. And so we went to the mailroom. We got online. We got in there early. We got the 27 packages. And then, and then Thursday wasn't the move-in day, so we. So I said, "Hey, why don't we go bang on the door? You know, maybe there's somebody there. Maybe there's a way we can, you know, get in there." So we go bang on the door of her suite, and she's at University of Virginia, and her RA answers the door, and we said, "Hey, I know tomorrow's our move-in day. Is there any way we can get in today?" She goes, "Sure." And so she spent the next three hours getting her moved in and getting her room set up and her roommate wasn't even there yet. So that's Thursday. Friday was her real move in day and all her sweet mates comes in. She had eight sweet mates from all over the country, which was really interesting. And then, uh, you know, we didn't leave till Sunday, but it was a, it was a great four days. You know, I still have a lot of great friends at, at UVA and she's had an amazing six weeks. Every day is better than the last. 
And so, you know, I, I, we obviously hope it continues that way. Because I have some, I have well, some vivid uh, images yeah. of moving in. I'm picturing Rick Carlisle like battling dads for the elevator and like trying to make sure all the boxes get into the uh, room, r- room two eleven. It's much more Abby. organized now, KB. I believe it's much more organized. Coach, I just moved here like two months ago, and I'm still now for the last two months. I swear, Amazon shows up to my house just about every day, every single day. Yeah, well, here's here's one of the things that happened that day. There was a little brother of one of the girls moving into the suite who was telling me he was a big basketball fan <laughs> oh no and that he liked he liked virginia but he really liked north carolina i said bro let's go you go with me and so <laughs> yeah, you we can't out, do that we went, i got in the car and, dro- and drove over to john paul jones arena and went to the basketball <laughs> office and i introduced him to tony bennett <laughs> yes. and we uh great and he put on he put on tony bennett's championship ring and we got pictures <laughs> in front of the trophy and all that kind of stuff and now this now this kid is a Virginia fan. So, you know, that was one accomplishment of the weekend. Speaking of defense, Tony Bennett. That. Speaking yeah, of defense, exactly. he met uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. All right, Rick, one more from me. Um, I, I think listeners of the show will know it's pretty well documented, my, um, my affinity for Benedict Mather and absolutely love how he is wired. Certainly his rookie year had a lot of positive moments and certainly room for, for growth. How do you view year two from a guy that, again, from afar, I think is pretty uniquely wired? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, he's he's terrific. He's, uh, you know, it's hard to get into exactly everything that, that I believe he's about, but uh, he has a real thirst and a real hunger for greatness. Um, greatness is a very daunting word to throw around. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing is going to obviously take some time, but he's a guy that I believe can be a really high-level two-way defender in this league. Defensively, he's going to have to make some strides. Um, as you mentioned, he's got the wiring for it. He's got the toughness for it. Um, you know, he's got to understand that, you know, for this franchise to go where we believe it can go in the next two or three years, I mean, he's going to have to be one of these um, wing players in the NBA that can not only go out and, and, and have big night, consistent big nights scoring the ball, but can take on the challenge of, of guarding, you know, the, the Jalen Browns, the Jason Tatums, you know, Hardens and guys like that. And, um, man, that's a lot. And so, uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot – um, there's a lot for him to continue to learn, but uh, every day he comes in and he busts his ass and he works. And you know, on an almost weekly basis, he's he's coming to me or one of one of my other coaches on the staff saying, "Hey, you know, coach me hard. You know, I want to be great. I want to be coached hard. You know, and hey, what else can you ask for? You know." Um, so you know, he's a young guy, and it's I think he's just turned 20, which is wow. yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the possibilities are are amazing, um, but I think our fan base is is going to have to understand and, and have some patience and and just understand that this is not all going to happen overnight. But uh, but he's a guy that's very important to us, obviously. Coach, we'll get you out of here with this one. Uh, I always got to do a ha ha at the end somewhere. Did you did you happen to see Jimmy Butler's hair yesterday with the Miami Heat? Did you see his hair? If not, ask your players if they saw it. No, I did see it. I, okay. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, was interesting. It, <laughs> was that his real? Was that his real hair or was that a wig? Uh, 
I, I yes, believe it was I, real. I believe um, it was really yeah. straight. He straightened it mm-hmm. out. So there you go. Andy and I aren't, you know, we, we you don't know. really share in the hair uh, no. sort of. We wear hats every day, Coach. Uh-huh, There's yeah. a reason. Yeah, we don't have the ability yeah. to pull that off. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I, I don't ever I don't ever judge guys like Jimmy Butler. we got to play against those guys. <laughs> You're damn right you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever he does is fine with me. You know, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool, pretty ballsy. Well, shout out to Abby and congrats on the move in. I'm sure that was quite the experience. I'm sure a bit emotional for you as well. And looking forward to this season. As I said to you last night, Coach, um, I, I think expectations should be high. You guys got some wonderful depth and uh, eager to see how it all plays out. So, uh, good luck with the start of training camp and appreciate the time here on this Tuesday morning. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon.